Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parent in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or, hopefully, how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better. Something designed with you in mind. Like the new Inspire Leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Brody, can you say Rob Beckett? Wow, Beckett. And can you say Josh Whittacombe? Josh Whittacombe. Good boy. There we go. That was was nice. Hi, Rob and Josh. This is my son, Brody. Brody is three, four in November. He has a bit of a speech delay, but his speech is coming along nicely. We're from Belfast, but live in Welling. I prefer to say we live in Shooter's Hill. Rob, could you probably (laughs) guess why? Yeah, I'm a yeah yeah. Wellin, do you know what? New Ming Chinese buffet in uh, Wellin, great Chinese buffet. Well, it was when I was fourteen. I don't know if it was good. Yeah, or if it was just unlimited duck, made me feel like it was unlimited good, but, yeah. duck. Yeah, as much as you want, mate. We used to go there for all. If you you could get a flick book of my family, you could see us all growing up in that buffet. Yeah, but she was here. <laughs> Wellin's not too bad. It's coming up. Yeah, I think ish. That man says just wanted to say the podcast is excellent and really funny. It's really good to get a dad's perspective on things, and my wife Jen loves it too. It's much funnier than all of her mummy podcasts. Couldn't agree more. Keep up your good work, <laughs> Kingsley. You don't know what a mummy podcast are. Oh, I'm across them, Rob. Um, Josh, I need to address my situation. If the sounds poor then it's my fault. Basically, I'm very busy um, this week yep. and I'm doing this recording uh, in the sh- in, a, in offices in London um, before I do Celebs Go Dating voiceover yep. and then after Celebs Go Dating, I'm going straight to a gig. So they're putting me in a lovely room. However, the room, the table is actually metal and I don't know much about sound. Yeah. <laughs> but I've well, always been... Are you a recording booth? Can't you just go into the recording booth? No, because the Wi-Fi is not very good in the recording oh, the booth. Love of so God. I'm in this, I've got a beautiful giant window that looks over London that is dreadful for sound. Yeah. A metal table. Everything's so... Listen, everything's rock hard. That was, a, that was a glass on a metal table. And you normally then record because, in a soft play, don't you? There's a slate. There's a slate um, thing to put my drink on. <coughs> Yeah. Hear that? Yeah. That's slight. Everything's rock hard. Um, but yeah, and there's people talking in the office next door, but I can't be that guy that goes shut up. But, well, can't they just can't they just get a long internet wire and put that into the recording booth? Rather than you having to do this in a yeah, slate room. Yeah, but I don't know yeah, but I'm also I've also pushed back the record time for that. I don't oh, I don't want to be a diva, Josh. It's too late, Rob. It's, it's too, too late. late. I've, look, Josh, I've had the most mental week since we lot. Well, I've 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 been across the news, Rob. 
So that was on the way to Celebs Go Date. Can I just say, yeah. um, last week we were, you spent a lot of time in sound booths, haven't you? Yes. My ears are so moist. Headphones all day. All right. I, I didn't know what the second half of that sentence was going to be. Oh, yeah, people have been fucking my ears, Josh. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm in Soho. What do you expect? In many ways, Rob, when we have a good episode, we're fucking people's ears, aren't we? That's how, how I like to think of the podcast. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, last week we recorded and you turned up in Crocs and, like, tracksuit trousers as if you were just walking around the house because you thought, well, I'm just going to the recording booth and then coming back, so I might as well wear as comfortable clothes as I can. Yes. And this week it's backfired massively. Well, yeah, so a lot of things have happened this week. So, first of all, DNA Journey went on the telly, me and Ramesh, and I cried on the telly. Oh, yeah. Which isn't great for a comedian, is it? Well, I don't know. It shows, it shows you've got a heart. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I did that, and then I, 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 I took the girls to Strictly. That's not even the main oh, yeah, news from forgot, the week. I forgot about that. We'll talk about that. But um, also, um, I was trying to go to work, and I got caught up in a Just Stop Oil protest. Yep. In my Crocs and a tracksuit, and it went all over the news. So how, did they not just drop you outside? What, they, there was a Just Stop Oil stopping the, traffic, tra- yeah. the car come up the street? I was in standstill traffic, and then I just said to the bloke, look, it's a 20-minute walk from here, I'll, I'll just walk it because I'm running late. I don't, I don't want to, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I get out, and I'm like, God, there's people, there's police, and I'm like, what's going on here? And then before I know it, I'm in a big load of people, and I just think it's loads of people just walking because of the protest. They're late to but work, then I realise yeah. I'm in the protest, then I get to the front and they're all going, yes, Rob Becky, yes, supporting Just Stop Oil. I'm like, what? Oh, my, wow. I wish it had been a more, I wish it had been a worse protest. I wish oh. it had been something much more. <laughs> the <coded>. ADL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, no. <laughs> Loads of people going, oh, I suspected. I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm actually itchy thinking about that. That would have been so bad. Some sort of racist rally. Um, anyway, so I, they're all going, yes, Rob Beckett, supporting the cause. And I'm like, I've just got out of it. You know, yeah. I did, well, to be fair, I wasn't in an electric cab, so I felt like I was half on Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So and you were walking out. the last bit of your journey. Yeah, and I was like, what? What's going on? And then as I'm doing that, loads of like people start putting cameras in my face, filming me. And then paparazzi are taking photos of me, like on Kim Kardashian, honestly, because there was... 20 photographers there because it was outside Downing Street because they're always yeah. obviously trying to get the Prime Minister and whatever. Yeah, um, she was in Birmingham. So loads of people, it was all flashing. <laughs> yeah, they had nothing to do. So they were just taking photos of me. Flash, flash, flash. And then people ask me questions. That's why on the news, this bloke goes, what are you doing here? And I went, who are you? So I start giving it to him, but then he's filming me. But he goes, oh, my name's Rags Martel from the ITV News. Amazing. I'm like, oh, all right. And it was just so stressful, Josh. And Because I didn't know, didn't know was what was great. going on. It was great. And then they started... They started uh, shouting at me on the megaphone. What do you mean? The oil protesters. What, at you? What, as in scab? Or as yeah, in... No, a bit aggressive, because I went, yeah, supporters, join the march. I went, shouldn't you be doing it on a fucking weekend? Because it was Monday morning, and then <laughs> yeah. they turned. <laughs> oh, no, Rob. They turned on me, and oh, they started no. shouting at me, and then doing, a, doing like a... You know, that's what protesters always do. It's always like a crap. They need to get some more football fans into protesting to up the level of the song. So did you um, then think, I've got to put this on social media before it goes on to TV? No, well, I just thought, this is quite funny, that I've got to walk 20 minutes in my Crocs. Yeah. And I just saw the protesters and I just thought, oh, what's going on here? And then I actually tried to film... Um, myself in the protest when all this was going on and I did film it but then it didn't upload for some reason and it just oh, disappeared oh. but I was so panicked I was all doing it wrong because everyone was taking photos of me and interviewing me and they was all saying you're in the protest why are you leading the protest but I didn't know what the protest was 
I didn't know what I was leading, apparently. And then, and so I was all stressed. And when you watch the video of me on the news, I'm bouncing around, because I'm in my crop. I'm all nervous. I'm bouncing yeah. around. Like, I'm bouncing around. You know, like a football hooligan's ready for a fight. Yeah. I'm, I'm in that kind of headspace, because everyone's sort of attacking me with photos and questions and chants. And I'm just there yeah. in the middle, like a scared little dog. So I'm bouncing around, because obviously in Crocs, Amazing. you can really bouncing. So I'm bouncing about, and I've got my stupid dad backpack on. Did anyone because that's so Crocs heavy. Thank God you didn't have loose trolley. <laughs> I've had an absolute not. Yeah, it was so stressful, Josh. Honestly. Oh um, God. And then yeah, and then I'm and then before I know it, I'm doing voiceover on Gary Lucy taking a girl from HR out for a burrito. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I hope he didn't use a car. It's quite a whirlwind day. So the next day, did you get out and walk, or did you make sure you stayed in the car? No, no, right no. no, no the, the next last day minute? we went a different route. We avoided right. Whitehall. And it was fine because they're protesting every day, the oil people. Right. So yeah, they're they're doing it every day. But anyway, I'm I'm, I'm here now. I'm at Slaves Go Dating. I'm doing the Parenting Hell podcast, and I'm not a protester anymore. From a room in a recording studio that doesn't have its own acoustics. No, it feels like I'm in a fridge. Sorry if this sounds bad, but we've I've addressed it now, haven't I, Josh? You've addressed um, it now. What else? What else happened? Um, well, let's tell me. Tell me about because I have seen on Instagram that you've been using Lou's old person's trolley. Right, yeah. So, Do you want yeah, to explain so, that? Well, a couple of, yeah. For, before that, I said eight-month-year-old again. What? I, I keep people are telling me off. For, whenever I talk about an age under a year, I say the month, then year. I keep saying oh. eight-month-year-old. And it's still going on, but I think I'm just going to have to own that. Get a life. <laughs> I didn't maybe even know. that's just my new thing. Like your catchphrase. Yeah, but if I say it enough, maybe people will just start copying, and that's the new way of saying it. Shakespeare yeah. invented words, yeah. didn't he? Well, I, I, I'll be honest, I hadn't even noticed it when you said it. How angry are people getting? Well, just like, fuck's sake, Rob. It's, <laughs> it's a free podcast. <laughs> but I think I just say it a lot. I do talk too much. Lou told me right. I'm talking. How often are you talking about kids that are under a year? Not that much. Why you say it sounds like some sort of paedophile hunter? I know, is that what you just said? You say it a lot. It's like... <laughs> on the on the podcast, because we're normally talking about kids and their age, aren't we? When we interview people. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I see, So, yeah. lose trolley. Lose trolley, basically, I was going to, to drop the kids off at school, and they both had their backpacks and mm. their big bottles of drink that are really full of water, and yeah. wellies for, like, a walk later on in the week, and PE kits. And I literally couldn't carry it all. So I put it in loose trolley and I made oh, defeat. I'm God. a trolley guy now. Oh, the amount no. of heckles I got, I got podcast listeners pointing and laughing, knowing about it, and then just builders going, nice bag, you twat. <laughs> it's horrible. Was it worth it, Rob? Would you do it again? Or are there, is the abuse worth the uh, ease? I'd say at the moment it's 50-50. Yeah. But she has got the most mental one. She's got one that's got a pink handle, green wheels, and those little weird moon well, faces don't, this on. Is the, this is how you start. The next week you're going to say, so I've got my own Arsenal one or something like that. Arsenal I'll look even more mental <laughs> Old woman's Arsenal Trolley I'll get Louis Vuitton one <laughs> Like a footballer I'll get one of them like sort of footballer ones that, Louis Vuitton that'll, be, that'll know when it's taken off When you see the footballers getting off the coach To go into the dressing room Big headphones and then one of those trolleys well, do you know what? It would actually be easier to put them in a suitcase and wheel it Because when suitcases with the four You know the four wheels that sort of go 360 that would yeah, probably yeah, be course. the best. 
but when you get there, you've got to put it on the floor and unzip it. Like you've got a too big, it, it's too more, heavy. It's suitcase. more of a discussion piece as well if it's a suitcase, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you going somewhere? Oh, yeah. no, I'm not. It's just the easiest way to carry the bags. But the trolley's quite good because the wheels are bigger. Oh, it can handle a few bumps it, in the road. You know I mean? Oh, he's a convert. <laughs> Against my will, just because my life's shit, and I just have to carry. I'm like a pack horse going on the school run. It's horrible. Just low. Just so much stuff to carry, Josh. Do you, you have you taken it to pick up? Like you, when you do pick up. Well, I've not been doing pickups that much. Really. I've been doing drop offs, and Lou's been doing pickups. I didn't even do drop off today, but because I normally leave the house about half eight, then I can sort of do drop off at eight, and then Lou does the pick up. So that's how we're working it. So I've not had to do pick up, but pick up drop offs easier because there's less people. Pick ups. That's really when everyone starts having yeah, a look you're at your stood bag. At, you're stood at a gate with your trolley at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it's not not ideal. Not ideal. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. My daughter's been learning about the Great Fire of London. No idea why. I don't know what... This seems to be quite a big topic at school. Does it? But... Well, who cares? What, why do we need to know about a fire? You don't even live in London. Well, I do technically live in London. You don't live in look, London. I do live yeah. in, yeah, look, mate, you don't live in London. She doesn't live in London. But then we <laughs> yeah, used to learn yeah, about London when I grew up outside of London. Well, no, exactly. But I still just don't get, like, why is it important, the Great Fire of London, yeah. someone just left some bread rolls in the oven too long? Is it because you hate London because you don't live there? No, it's nothing to do... I don't hate London. Do you know what? I do hate London a bit. It's so busy, Josh. The traffic's <laughs> awful. The ULEs, the congestion. Oh my God, I sound like fucking Jeremy Clarkson, Josh. <laughs> What's happened to me this week? The congestion charge is an absolute. Well, I can't just say this. One morning, I'm coming across being shouted at by an oil march, and you've turned into Clarkson. <laughs> right. So, yeah, but I'm trying to do the right thing, Josh. I've got an electric car, yeah. right? So, when you, get, when you get an electric car. Why are you shouting that when they were shouting, I got a bloody electric car? <laughs> so, if you get an electric car, right, and you drive into London, you will get fined for the congestion charge. But electric cars... Have you not signed up that it pays it automatically? No. So this is the thing. You have to register your car on the website for £10 a year, OK? And then yeah. you have to, for £10, apply for them to double-check to see if your car's electric or not for £10. And then, when they've done that, then you can drive in and out of London without paying the congestion. However... Oh, can you? Yes. I've, but you have to pay that 20 quid. I've got a diesel car that I bought in 2015, right? A yeah. Nissan Qashqai that I was told to buy diesel because that was the new thing. I bought it. Now, if I drive that into London, I've got to pay congestion charge and ULEZ, right? Which is 20 quid because it's not low emissions, okay? However, I don't need to register that. They just look at the number plate and they already know. But they can't do that on my electric car, apparently. What did James May and the hamster think about it? I don't know. I'm not on speaking terms with them. Have <laughs> you oh, fallen out? No, I've never met them. I love it if you just turned up with a goatee and travel beads out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? A 
yeah, it's a great fire of London, Josh. Um, yeah, so w- w- I reckon yeah. your daughter knows more about the great fire of London than I do. A hundred percent. She knows loads about it. And um, I, she, I, got, <laughs> I got in trouble. Started in a... Yeah. Started on Pudding Lane? Yeah, that's the one. But I got in trouble, because when yeah. when she said, when did it start, I told her 1664. What, the Cronenberg year? Well, exactly, that's how I got it wrong. <laughs> it was 1666, <laughs> but I told her 1664, because that was burnt in my head, yeah. but that's the Cronenberg year, isn't it? It's the Cronenberg year. Can't believe that Cronenberg's older than yeah. the Great Fire of London. Imagine that, your bloody bakery's burning down. You're like, I've only just got into bloody Cronenberg in the last year. <laughs> This is lovely, this new stuff. Let's forget, forget about the oven and the rolls. Let's get a bit more of this down me. It's much um, better than Carling. <laughs> we love Carling. Carling was 1663, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, up. Great Fire of London, didn't it? Um, wasn't that what basically ended the plague, am I right in saying? Oh, I've got literally no idea whatsoever, Josh, but she's obsessed right. with it, and I just don't get why she's they need to know about it. it. Why do you need to know about there was a fire? What what, yeah. what what how does that help you at all? Going, I know history. I think the point of history is not just to know stuff; is to know the, the what, what the implications were. But then st- stuff must. Well, maybe, maybe she's learned about fire safety. Maybe that's what she's learning. Or maybe maybe it led to like um, the industrial revolution because there was space to build. Why don't you tell her that and see how that goes down with her teacher? Yeah, but I don't think a good way of teaching your children is to sort of guess and tell your no. child as fact before they start no. quoting the Cronenberg. The star yeah, of Cronenberg. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think, do you need to learn this at school when it's already on Wikipedia? Let's move on for the Great Fire Island. Okay, sorry. Well, no, no, I just, I don't think anyone cares, do they? It's just, no, it's this is just me and you reading your Wikipedia. Your finally got into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> tell me about Strictly. Terms and Conditions is the hardest, easiest job in telly. Have you done it? No. It's so overwhelming because you basically, you're at Strictly. I watch people do it and you don't get a huge amount of screen time. So there's a lot of pressure on you not to F it up, presumably. Yeah, I nearly said the C word instead of count. Did you? Yeah, by accident. You're basically in a like a black corner of a studio, okay? Yeah. And they go, yeah, wait there, Rob. It'll all be an autocue for you. You go, okay, I'll wait there. Before you know, so they haven't even given you your script. You've just no, got to read I've, it. I've sort of half looked at it oh, and they've okay, given me the script, yeah. but it's the driest, most BBC official... It has to be like that because yeah. it's about how much you're paying. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know... You it's like going on QI. Yeah, there's no banter in it whatsoever. You stood in like, the dark corner of the studio and your eyes are getting all like dark and cosy like you, it's bedtime. Before you know it, you are literally pushed through this glitter curtain like you've been born into a sweet shop and it's so bright, everyone's got about six inches of makeup on. You like yeah. you can see like Will Miller's nipples and you're just like, yeah. it's so overwhelming. Claudia Winkle was there, everyone's screaming. And before you know it, you go, Phone calls on the long number cost fifteen p, and, like, oh, and you're trying to choke it out. But it's, it's so. And you stressful. don't like reading out loud at the best of times. Not really. Not if there's no punchline at the end. And then I'm just sort of doing it, and then you're there for seconds, and then you're and then you're yeah. out again. Did you get to do any promo? Well, like, Claudia Winkleman said, make sure you watch Unbreakable, Rob Beckett's new show on BBC Thursday night. And that was it. Yeah, but you don't. So you don't get paid to do it though. It's like you go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a bit of promo, and also I thought the kids would love it because I had the day off, and I was like, I don't really want to work, but it's not really working, is it? That no. So so the kids but, loved it. Oh yeah. So we got a car up there, and they gave it, sent us a nice sort of van thing where you sort of, you know, like the kind of van that One Direction would have. Like yeah. four seats facing each other. Anyway, so we went up there and they loved it. And then they got to meet all the different dancers and stuff. But they got to, they met Motsi, the, the Anton oh, de Bet. Anton de Bet is such a lovely guy. He's on this soon. Oh, he's so lovely. Just come in like, such hey, Such a nice bloke. Let's have a photo. You stand there. You look great. But, but I was like, you're so slick. 
He loves it. Yeah. He's great, to, um, Anton. Um, yes, but uh, Lou, to be fair, it was mainly Lou was more excited than the girls. She met Johannes, who she uh, loves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Giovanni, who she... I went, do you fancy him? Giovanni? Went, was he the yes. one that was with... Um, he won last year, didn't he? The fit one. Wow, narrow it down, Rob. If you go on Lou's Instagram, you'll see him. Yeah, he's the one that was with Rose Ailing Ellis last year, I think. I don't Rose know. and Giovanni. Um, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, Rose and Giovanni. But yeah, so she Lou really fancies him. So she had a photo right, of him. Yeah, yeah. They had yeah. loads of photos. They are they really they were really nice to him. They gave him like strictly lanyards and a bottle with strictly written on it. The good news for you, Rob, is there's absolutely no precedent of someone running off with a strictly answer. <laughs> like that's never happened. So you've got nothing to worry about. Do you know what? If Lou started shagging Giovanni, I'd say good luck to you. Would you? Yeah, I'd, I'd, you'd I'd respect that. To yeah. a point, I think if Lou's going to cheat on me with anyone, if you're going to go on like the sexiest man on telly, you've already got the second. You might as well get the top one. Would you? Would you? When you moved out of the house, when you moved out because yeah. you and Lou, she'd moved Giovanni in. Mm. Would you take your stuff in the old woman's trolley? Is that how you'd leave the house? No, no. So I'd. Do you know what? I, what I'd do? I'd, I'd, try, I'd try and be. Um, I'd go. I want nothing. I don't need anything. And then just go to a, like a bachelor God, flat on my own. Actually, oh I God, that's awful. actually breaking my heart a bit. I just go, I don't need anything. Yeah. I think the rule is whoever's shagging has to move out. That's got to be the rule, That's hasn't it? That's got to be the rule for an affair, That's isn't it? That's got to be the rule for an affair. No matter how much the other one's working or not working, yeah. you did the shagging, off you Get bagging. Imagine how many things Giovanni would be able to carry at once when he's moving all loose <laughs> stuff out of your house, Rob. <laughs> it would be like that sort of like sitcom character of just like, you'd just be topless, just sweat. <laughs> Carrying stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've got your sweaty ears. Yeah, and my kids wouldn't really understand what was going on and just love him because he's on Strictly and I'd just be yeah. sat there livid. <laughs> doing, doing some of your colouring. <laughs> yeah, doing exactly. Some Lego. And then that clip resurfaces of me pushing Ellie Simmons over on 8 out of 10 cats and my kids see that and go, you're evil. And then, and then it's just me on my own with the trolley bag. But, um, oh, dear. No, it was good, though. And then they, uh, we, we got to go on the Strictly set, right? This oh, is quite yeah. funny. So my youngest was, like, loving it. She was running up the stairs that they walked down. She was oh, sat yeah. on the judges' seat and stuff. Because yeah. the audience was in, so it was a bit weird, because there was, like, 500 mm. people in there. But my youngest was loving it and running around having photos. And my eldest was like, no, I don't want to. And yeah. I was like, oh, God. I was like, because she's yeah, a bit more nervous. Me. Once she's yeah. comfortable, she's fine. But she's yeah. a little bit more apprehensive. She's older as well. And I was like, no, come on, sit on the... Because they want to take a photo of us at the top of the stairs and in the in the judges' seats with a paddle. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, look, just sit, come and sit in the seat. Come and sit in the... And I'm, I don't want to be that parent that's overwhelming and Sit forceful. in the fucking judges' seat and hold a panel. <laughs> do you know how many kids want to fucking do this? <laughs> Get in there. Hold that paddle, right? So it was Stop like, crying! <laughs> You will thank me one day. <laughs> so, well, I did, so, I did, I did, so it was very difficult because I was like, I know she wants to and I know she'll love the photo and I know that if she's not, she'll be really upset when we get home with herself and the fact that, why has she got a photo and I haven't got a photo? Yeah, yeah. And you can't go, well, you didn't, you know. So I was like, so in the end, mate, I went full panic mode. I went, if you sit on that chair and hold that paddle, I will oh, take no, you to the shop and buy you a Barbie. Oh, my God. And you can have sweets. Rob. Right. Yeah. Is that You're not bad? enticing her. Well, it's just she's played you so insanely there because you're enticing her to do something yeah. that is a, is is the reward. You're you're saying if you want this reward, you can have another reward. I know. I don't. I think I did it wrong. Well, but I didn't know what else to do because like, there's loads of people watching. It was a bit overwhelming. Then I got her to go up the stairs as well, eventually. But she was happy and loved it. And then I'd, but yeah. like, of course I she was want... fucking happy, mate. She's made a Barbie out of it. 
I didn't know what else to do, Josh, because I was does like... The, does the younger daughter get a Barbie or not because she's got well, the confidence Well, they've forgotten about it since, with... anyway, oh, and they had okay. loads of sweets. Okay. But, but, yeah, exactly. So, like, I, no, I did say, well done, you both did well there. It wasn't like one was getting praise because it was a bit yeah. overwhelming. I went, you did really well there because there was a lot of people and you, you went and did it. But, it, like, you can't just have one kid photographed as Strictly and then the other one was no, just no, in the... No, co- yeah. and, I, and I know she yeah. would... Love it, and I, yeah. you know, it's not. Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? You don't know what's doing. You, part of me is yeah. just going, get in there. Because there's a lot of pressure. Because there's 500 people watching you at that point. That's and, that's stressful. And I was like, get in the seat. Get the, but I didn't do that. But my inside, I was like, just get on that fucking seat. You're not that bad, all. So yeah, that that was great. And then they were all lovely with the with the kids and stuff. They all saw that you know, and all the, the all the dancers yeah. were really nice and and things. Nice, um, nice. Did you see the curse striking anyone, Rob? No, Any no room? one was getting off of each other. It was all fine. Oh, that's a but shame. Um, what was weird was because it's only just started this series, they're not really that into the celebs yet because they're all quite new to the kids. So they, oh, they right, love yeah, Giovanni, yeah, yeah. your hand, all the dancers and, you know, stuff like that. But when it was like, they weren't that like, because I, I was like, oh, do you want a photo of Will? And they were like, no. I was like, oh, this is awkward. Do you not uh, remember two pints live on a packet of crisps? <laughs> exactly. What's going on? They don't care about Come me. Come on, Hollyoaks, original cast. And then Tony Adams was just sat there in his flat cap. Like, you must have been quite week. excited about Tony Ab- oh, Adams. I was like, it's Tony Adams. And then, and then, uh, and then, but my kids didn't care less. Were you not tempted to get a photo of Tony Adams? I've met him before, and I didn't really want a photo of him in the chimney sweep outfit. <laughs> it's not how I want to remember him. No. It's rare that you and Tony Adams are wearing the same outfit, isn't it? Well, no, I saw, I met him on a, a show before, the Peter Crouch show, but um, yeah, no, it was, it was really good fun. And the girls, they all had pictures and stuff, and they went in with their, they've got their bottles of Strictly Come Dancing written on it, which they absolutely love. And I was just yeah. like, but I just, because they get to do these amazing things, because they're very lucky because of what yeah. my job is, I do just feel like. You don't want to be that person going, you don't realise how lucky. Get on that judge's seat. That is Motsi Mabusi. You don't really... But you can't do that. It's not yeah, fair yeah. because, no. you know, I'm sure my parents felt like that about the things I did when I was a kid. But it, it's so hard not to... But they don't know any difference. How would you have felt, Rob, when you were six, if you were taken to Noel's house party? Do you know what? When I was six, for me, it probably would have been like Art Attack or Fun House. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wasn't watching... If I yeah, met that... the twins and Pat Sharp... Oh, I, my word, I, yeah. And I had a fun house bot water bottle to take to school. Oh, you'd be king of the hill, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd have had your photo taken in one of those very slow go-karts before you knew it, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, sat there, pretending to drive it, crying in the corner. Not wanting to, She didn't cry, my daughter, but I probably would have cried. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had the guts for that. I wouldn't have enjoyed it as an adult. No, exactly. In front of 500 people. But my youngest loved it. She was all over it. But I think she's she's built a bit different. I think I don't think she's a, yeah. she's going to be a, interesting for me. I think growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing fun thing to do, though, right? Yeah, it was brilliant. You should if you if they ask you to do terms and conditions, oh, yeah. you should definitely go and do it. Your, your your daughter would love it. Rose will love it as well. Oh, Rose. Yeah, that's my worry. Rose um, loves Strictly. Well, yeah, that'd be great. She'd love the photo with Giovanni. Also, said about Lou running off with Giovanni, talking about heights and Anton, he's a bit of a short king, Giovanni. Is he? Not much taller than me. Oh. Sure, sure, from head to toe, the package is different, but, you know, same wingspan. <laughs> he's still taller than you, though, right? though Rob. Yes, yeah, slightly. So you're having a go slightly. at him for being short, even though he's taller than you. Yeah, slightly, slightly taller than me, but not low. Right, so... So you're you're having a go at him by going you're I'm only having slightly a go at him. taller than you're getting one up on him even though he's one up on me yeah no, you have like to help him when he's clearing the stuff off the top shelves in your house <laughs> when he's moving Lou out <laughs> I think that's the thing with like being tall I'm not massively tall but I do I, 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 I struggle to be the guy that can't reach the back of the cupboard 
Yeah. My dad can't yeah. reach the back of the cupboards. So when my brother goes around his house, who's really tall, they've got really tall cupboards, he, he keeps finding stuff that's like five years out of date because that was when my dad <laughs> could reach it because he's shrinking. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Oh yeah, the, the other thing that's so funny at school, I dropped, I dropped my youngest off at school because she's over that excited to start school phase. She's a bit like, oh, right. she keeps waking up going, when can we have a day off, right? Oh. And then I dropped her at the school gates from like Wednesday last week and she turned to me and went, Daddy? I went, yeah. She went, when is it over? Oh my God. And I went, never. <laughs> <laughs> at least 18 years of this for you, probably. <laughs> Did you like school? Hated it every second of Did it. Did you? Did you yeah. complain about going? Yeah, I always I used to try I used to get out of going by pretending to be ill quite a lot. Oh yeah, what I was used your, to what was put my head I used to put my head on the radiator. Right. Yeah. And then my mum I'd go, I don't feel well and my mum would always check my head to see if I had a temperature. Because uh, that before the ear the ear checker, the ear temperature yeah, yeah, checker yeah, yeah. that you get now, it used to just be my mum would just put her hand on my head and go, Oh, ears hot. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was radiator. I had a friend he used to drink shampoo so he'd throw up, which now looking back is that fucking is, mental. That is really bad. That's bad. I mean, she found isn't out it? eventually when I had Honeywell written backwards on my forehead. <laughs> Lovely bit of business. So I'm doing the one show. I would have done it last week, last Thursday when this goes out. I'm doing the one show. And um, I, I, the rumour is I'm blacklisted. Me and Ramesh are blacklisted from the one this. show. Have you I'm heard about, this? about this? No, well, I'll tell you so, what I've heard about it, Rob. Because me and you were going to do the one show. Yep. Then we got turned down. Because they didn't have room. Come on, now you're on every night. I've seen how you book. Right. But that was because me and Romesh were. I know it was because of you and Romesh messing around. And now they've rebooked you because you're doing the promoting a BBC One show. I've taken the bloody hit for you not paying attention. So on the me, one messi- show. me and Romesh messing around got you blacklisted from the One yeah, Show. Exactly, exactly. Amazing. Well. And exactly. then you're going to go and Graham Norton probably me called a pedo. Yes, I imagine that's what's going to happen to me. Yeah. Here he is, the old pedo promoting his book about children. Oh, God. Parent in hell. What's the worst thing about parenting, Josh? You can't fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty bastard. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Yeah, book's out Thursday. How's your How's your week been, Josh? It's been all right. It's been all yeah. right, Rob. Is your daughter still enjoying school? She loves it, Rob. Did I tell you she said uh, that she wasn't looking forward to the weekend? She prefers no. school to us. What, because it's, you're there? Yeah, because she just prefers school. <laughs> really? What, what a nerd. 
She do you not feel it. like that? But then, do you not feel like self-conscious that you're not bringing the banter? <laughs> I'm not bringing the banter. <laughs> you're not just. You're not bringing it. Um, the, the teacher's bringing more banter than me. Yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, well, I'm just. No, I'm not. I don't want to get in your head. But no. you know, sometimes if she's not up for it, maybe then you're not providing the lols. I, I provide lols twenty four seven, right? Okay, give me some of the lols you've provided in the last twenty four hours. Okay, this morning. Yeah. I told her that I was going to hibernate. That's funny. That's good you're, banter. You're going to hibernate. Yeah. No, that's good fun. Did she believe you? No, she actually didn't. Didn't find it that funny. I was a bit annoyed. Right. She didn't go with it. She didn't go. She didn't. She's not aware. She didn't impro- She's not aware in improv. You've got a yes and these things. Do you know what I mean? That's the whole rule of improv. You've got to, you've got to go with what people say. But I didn't. Right. Okay. That let to me her. pretend I'm your daughter and I'll yes and it. Okay. Go, you start. So t- t- tell me how I you can't it really her. remember the context. I think no, come I was, on. You're lost. I think mate, I was lying on it. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to read it. Twenty-four seven. Come on. I've turned it on for the last thirty-eight minutes, who, Rob. <laughs> well, we'll see if it's thirty-eight minutes. Bit, a bit of a bit of trivia for those listening. Look at how long you had the podcast, and you can work out exactly how much Michael's edited out of that. Because we've recorded 38 minutes, 37 seconds at this moment. <laughs> Carry on. Um, <laughs> Me yeah, bringing so the lols. I don't know. Yeah. I d- what are the other lols that I bring? <laughs> Chasing around. Josh you know, spin Spinning a... I put her on the side in the kitchen yesterday. She loved that. She sat on the side of the, the kitchen? Put her on the kitchen workspace. Pushed her around that. Oh, wow. It is thrilling for a child to go on the kitchen workspace because they well, know it it's wrong. Well, it depends, isn't it? It's thrilling compared to what's happening in school. Oh, so is it against no. the rules if Rose is there? It's not against the rules, but I'm going to tell you this. Rose would never put her on the fucking workspace. <laughs> she is. She's, you're saying that Rose isn't lols 24-7. I'm, so what she's I'm the saying, problem on the weekends. No, I'm not saying that so at all. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that at all. No, I'm not saying that at all. Those are your words. I get exactly. it. Your wife's, no. your wife's not as fun as you. Is that what you're saying? Oh, is this because of Giovanni, Rob? Are you... Is <laughs> Well, I'd like, to, I'd like to see you get wrapped up in an oil protest and go to Strictly and talk about the Great Fire of London and not be a little bit unhinged after that week, yeah? <laughs> um, so, Rob, yeah. do you know what today is also? Go on. Because the book's launching on Thursday. Mm. Uh, it's Tuesday and it's uh, I'm on TikTok now, Rob. <gasps> You're on TikTok? I'm on TikTok. Yes. <gasps> so, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, we not spoke about this. We, after the audio yeah. book, we recorded two TikToks for you, didn't we? My opening TikToks. Yeah. And so we did the Sprite Challenge. Yeah, you failed out miserably, you'll see that. Yeah, which I failed out miserably and you got heartburn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so rock and roll, so young. So rock and roll, but you were in a lot of pain, so yeah, it's worth horrible. watching. Horrible. And the other thing we did was this hot chip thing. Do you know what? Not the band, the, the hot Dorito chip. We sang over and over. 28 um, year olds going, what's he talking about? Hot chip the band? <laughs> Um, no, you did the one chip challenge. And you know what, Josh? I kept on mentioning it as a thing of there's no way he'll do this because the videos yeah. are horrific and it's actually starting getting into the news now. But people have been taken to hospital for eating. Well, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, I know exactly. That's why I kept on mentioning it. And, and I kept on saying, yeah, we should do this, but maybe you should watch some videos first. On the day of doing it, you hadn't watched a video. None of the book people had watched a video. I was the only one. And I was like, if he dies here, this is going to be terrible from a, you know. <laughs> Mainly financial it's going to be superb <laughs> from a sales perspective. Oh, from a sale! I don't, yeah. Do I get your money if you die, or does that go straight to Rose? I think it goes to Rose, it's I'm annoying. afraid. Yeah, which is annoying, she's just not a lot. She's just not putting the children on the sideboard enough, for my tastes. <laughs> if I die, those children are never going on the sideboard again, <laughs> mate. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was a bit worried about this, but you, you did, honestly, re- really well with the one-chip challenge. I was very impressed. And then, 
on the way. I, I did I did much better than I thought I was going to do. You had half of the chip, which is yeah. amazing because it's not going to ruin that you can watch it yourself, but yeah. I had a little taste of it. I was in it. trouble. I, I was in trouble. I, I had a little taste of the dust and I was in trouble and you ate half of it and you, you, you didn't look like you was enjoying yourself. No, and then in the taxi home, I did, out of nowhere, go bright red and start getting heart palpitations. Yeah, but, but by that point, we'd stop filming. That's normal for you, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that, really, Rob. Yeah, so yeah, get on TikTok and see Josh's TikTok. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about with the oil protesters, it's on my Instagram and TikTok as well. Yeah. Um, right, do you want to do a small business shout-out, or, or should we do a bit of correspondence? One the Let's do some correspondi. Okay, correspondi, here we go. Hi Rob and Josh, I have a story on when I won something. When I was around 13 or 14, there was a big lottery rollover and I asked my mum no. and dad to put on a lucky dip for me with one pound of my pocket money. Oh my it God. Was, it was back in the days when it was televised. This is massive if they win the lottery. Well, my ticket ended up winning 80 quid. Oh, being th- no, no, come on, Josh. Being thirteen, the rollover doesn't make any difference to that price. When, for normal children, being thirteen and winning eighty yeah, quid yeah, when it's televised huge, is a big huge, deal. That's huge. I ended up winning eighty quid. Being thirteen, I was over the moon until my parents said they were keeping it in their word to teach me a lesson on underage gambling. That is that is not on. Did I ever tell you? I told you obviously about when we won at Plymouth Argyle, but yeah. um, when my uh, great grandma passed away when I was ten. Yeah. She left all of her. She she left all of her great grandkids eight hundred quid, Ooh. each, and I wow. and, and I got it. What did you spend it on? I bought a. Well, I kind of dragged it out over my teenage years whenever I wanted something. Mm. So I bought a stack stereo. Do you remember those stack stereos? Oh that had yes. CD, tape, yeah. double tape, so even radio, oh, the max, and then a record player on top. Yeah, so I had a Sony, mate, 350 quid. Best money I've ever spent. God, I took it's it all the way to uni. Huge amount. I was splashing the cash in those days. That was the, <laughs> that was the one time I've just thought, this is, this is living. This, this is life. This, this is, is life. how it works. So should we do some small business shout-outs, Josh? Yes. This one here. At build underscore AA underscore box. I was wondering if you'd do a small business shout-out for me. I sell plaster moulds to paint for the kids. Something fun to do and gives you a couple of minutes' peace. I've only just started out, but I love what I do and would like to branch out a little bit. So you can go on the Instagram, build underscore AA underscore box. And there's some lovely... They come really nicely packaged, different colours, and plaster moulds of different characters. You do Christmas ones, there's some uh, cartoony ones. But, um, yeah, looks lovely. Nice little Christmas present. be quite a good thing to get for them to do on Christmas Day. Well... Rob, yeah. talking of Christmas. Yeah. Hello, you sexy, unrelatable bastards. Yes. My, my wife has just started a small business during her maternity leave, making amazing personalised Santa sacks, which are perfect for kids on Christmas morning, and personalised tote bags. More coming soon. We've talked about our love of tote bags before, Rob. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan, but you and Lou like them. I just, they're just useful. Please shout her out so that she doesn't have to go back to work and will save me an absolute fortune in childcare fees. Her page is... <laughs> very honest from Tom. At Bramble and Twig. D- uh, double G. Bramble. B-R-A-M-B-L-E-A-N-D-T-W-I-G-G. Bramble and Twig. Nice. Oh, they do, oh, they, oh do you know what? I, I take that back. The tote bags, they're like massive beach bags. Yeah. I don't like them skinny little ones they give away for free. They break. Yeah, 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 but these yeah. are a proper ones. You can get it personalised. And the Christmas sacks look amazing. So I'm a fan of they that. They do look good, don't they? There that we go. That looks really nice. Like a Hessian bag. Is it Hessian? 
There is a Hessian one there, yes. Oh, it's Hessian, and you can get it. And there's non Hessian as well. I circumcised. I, I mean, personalised. Personalised. You can get it circumcised. Yeah, just cut, cut the top off. Cut the top off. It's fine. <laughs> Open sack. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Bramble and Twig. Well done. Um, I apologise if the sound's not been perfect, but... What, Rob, well, I just some say, of our Josh, interviewees' sound has been much worse than this. But what I'm going to say is, Josh, the reason why is because this we started this in lockdown when it was all we did, but now we're busy again. It's yep. hard to sort of fit it in. But we're n- next year we're making it more of a priority, aren't we, Josh? It's going to be it's going to be our number one priority. A few announcements coming up. That's going to be our main priority going forward. So you won't have this going forward. But no. it's been we've been having to work out how to manage it now that we're back to work full time yeah. with the kids and still doing this. But, exactly. But um, we want to continue offering this for free. But we are trying to find a way to fit it into our diary so it's a bit more efficient. But going forward, it's, it's what we're, we're on it. Rob will never sound like this again. That is our promise. We'll only sound sexier and more unrelatable. Exactly. Um, Josh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'll see you on Friday. It's been a joy. So see you on Friday for another top interview, Josh. Top interview. Do you know who it is, Rob? It's or s- I'm going to keep it as a surprise. OK, well, bleep that out. <laughs> OK. Bleep that out, Michael. Bye. See you then. Bye. Hello, Tom Allen here. And Susie Ruffle. We have a podcast called Like-Minded Friends. It's very much a celebration of, I don't know, what would you say, Suze, being queer? Being queer, but also chit-chat. There's loads of straight people that love it, so I think that you should come along and listen to it. There's something for everybody. It's been described as white noise for gays, but also we had a lovely section about Glade plugins. <laughs> so why don't you listen to it? Search Like-Minded Friends wherever you get your podcasts. That sounded quite professional, didn't it? Josh, you fancy going for a beer? Maybe like the 14th of April? Can't do the 14th of April, Rob. How come it comes? We're doing the Parenting Hell Arena tour at Manchester Arena. Oh, okay, how yeah. About, how about the 19th of April? Oh, no, I can't do that. I'll be doing the Parenting Hell Live tour in Nottingham. What about the 20th of April? Cardiff Arena. Parenting Hell Live, Cardiff oh. Arena. 21st? 21st of April? 20, uh, no, I can't do that either. London 02. 20, 20, 23rd of April? I can do the 22nd. We've got a day off. Uh, 23rd, okay. yes, yes, Wembley. <laughs> what about the 28th of April? I'm in Birmingham. Do you know what, Rob? Parent in Hell Live Tour. Yeah, but we'll just have a drink afterwards. Yeah, should we do that? Yeah, that'd be nice. We need to plug the live tour, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a live tour of Parenting Hell, and I cannot wait. It's genuinely going to be an absolute thrill to do. And do you know what it would make? The perfect Christmas present. Two of those tickets. Ooh. Oh, great Christmas present. Or Father's Day present or Mother's Day present. Exactly. See you there.